Did you just move? Are you looking to bring some personality to your current space? Tired of looking at those bare white walls in your apartment? If you're looking to decorate and bring some pizzazz to your space, try Grace Evelyn Art, a black woman-owned art shop bringing black girl joy to life. Grace has tons of watercolor pieces that instantly brighten up your mood. So don't take our word for it. Check out her excellent reviews about her shop's satisfied customers. One customer mentioned that Grace was super helpful in helping them choose a painting for their office. My favorite from Grace, personally, is her watercolor painting with an alien called Best Friend and I. How about you? So mine is the one with the 90s girl holding the cell phone. It's a sticker and it's so cute. Adorable. Bring some beauty to your space with Grace Evelyn Art. Check her out at www.etsy.com slash shop grace evelyn art that is g-r-a-c-e-v-e-l-y-n art and on instagram at g-r-a-c-e-v-e-l-y-n underscore art shoppers can get 15 percent off orders of 35 or more if they use the code brunch 15 Hello everyone and welcome into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we are excited to bring you guys another fun-filled episode. I feel like this is going to be a good episode. It's just so well-rounded. Like, I'm excited. It really is. Kids, it's well-rounded. <laughs> we love a well-rounded episode like we really do. So let's just, you know, talk about what we've been up to and what we've been thinking about nonstop. And that's Plant Burger. When Child. I say, y'all know that video in the human eye, she's like, no, you don't understand. I'm obsessed. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, I'm obsessed. And my cousin was right. Um, y'all, everybody know my cousin, Jarrell. But he said, he said, because when I, I don't know why I try to be different. And, like, I got a, um the mushroom. Like, I, it was a chicken. It was like, it's supposed to be, because first of all, one thing you got to know about me, before I was vegan, vegetarian, I was a chicken eating bitch. Like, <laughs> I, like, w- when, like, all the vegan substitutes that I have, besides impossible, I always get chicken. Like, I love vegan chicken. So I was like, oh, let me get this, and it's made out of a mushroom. It was good, but everybody had a burger except for me. And now, that's what I want. Yeah, and, like, I love, I do love when things are, like, fried mushrooms. Like, I love mushroom burgers. Like, but it was risky, really though, and he was right. It was, I feel like when you go to Plant Burger, mm-hmm. the first you thing you burger. gotta eat is a burger. Like, you have to He's have right. a burger. But I took one but for the team, though. You took one for the team because now I'm gonna get that next time. Exactly. Um, it was, when I tell you guys, um, first of all, shots to Plant Burger. They are in um, a bunch of, like, Whole Foods along the East Coast. Uh, check your local plant burger. Um, but we made friends with them on Instagram and they invited us to like a little grand opening. It was um, it was so cool. But you can't take us nowhere. Like, don't tell us like it's <laughs> going to be like, first of all, we the the guy who was helping us was so cool. Shouts to Roman, right? He yes. was so cool. And he um, was helping us, you know, walking us through the process. But for some reason, I got so shy. I'm like, I don't want to tell him what I really want, which is ice cream. So I walked away and I was like damn I wanted ice cream Sabrina's like you want me to ask I'm like please I'm so nervous for some reason to ask for this ice cream I just felt like I, it's, I felt like it would be really hum- humiliating if you asked another adult for ice cream and they said no and I'm like I can't I can't my mental health is too fragile I cannot be told I can't have that ice cream 
Miss Sabria went over there um, and she got us both uh, one vanilla, one chocolate. We were just so happy. And then um, I thought we won. Jerrell comes out. He had extra sides of fries, sweet yeah. potato fries, regular fries, two burgers, <laughs> and they gave him a milkshake. I'm like, how'd you get that? Is, if you think I take it too far, you cannot be my cousin. <laughs> I was like, yo, me and Sean was just so nervous to, like, ask for things. Me and, then, and him don't care. And then they kept asking us if we wanted more things. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, I, I just felt, I'm like, I don't want to make him go back to work. Sabrina's like, well, since you asked. <laughs> well. But also, don't tell me as a black woman that I deserve things, because then I'm going to start going overboard. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Plant Burger. I'm like kind of nervous that it's so close to, to where I go for like um therapy because I'm like I can nothing stopping me from just going there. Yeah, it's for I'm glad that I don't drive yet, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I go there. I take my driver's test and I'll be like, hey, I know exactly where we could drive the Whole Foods parking lot. He like for what? You just leave <laughs> to go to Burger. But no, sure. plant burger is so good. Um, all right, so let's just get into our fave for this week. Speaking of plant burger, let's get into our fave for appetizers. Uh, one thing about me, I, I, I'm an appetizer as bitch. Like I yes. love eggs. I love starters. Yes, same. Sides. I, like I love them. Being a vegan, when you first like a baby vegan, you be having to like build a meal from apps. So I mm -hmm. have like you know decided i mean i have decided so i'm like i just started loving them ever since then um for me the the stuff that i have on here some of the stuff some well only literally only one thing on here i'm like dream i haven't had a vegan yet but i'm gonna make it i'm so mm. excited oh dex so i have something like that too i didn't put on a list but i didn't think to frame it like that honorable mention exactly because you know we love an honorable mention on this show um <laughs> if y'all can't tell <laughs> um so for me my on my list obviously the uh, i mean it's no order but this is a the this is a goat this is this is my saving grace always this is the one thing that when i don't have an appetite if you know me you know if i don't have an appetite this is the only thing i'm able to eat french fries yeah Yes. That is like, for, like when I tell y'all yesterday, I was um, so I was going somewhere yesterday, and I was going. It's this place that near near me called. I first of all, not any kind of French fries, y'all. I like fresh cut fries, the ones where you can still see the potato skins on it. Mm, but if it's not yeah. those, I do. I don't mind a curly fry. I do like a curly fry. You know what I like when mm. I'm feeling freaky. Um, the waffle fries from uh. Oh, yeah, I do. I like them, but crinkle oh, fries. Oh, oh, yeah, you like crinkle fries. You do like crinkle fries. The ones that be sweaty and the styrofoam. I don't like them sweaty. I like them crispy with salt and pepper. Oh, that sounds good. I like them when they sweaty because they remind me when I was a kid. I like when they real hot and, like, crispy, like, hot in the middle. Like, I cotton, you got to, like, eat, like... <sighs> when I was a dirty young boy, I used to get some from uh, this corner store. Um, I don't know if it's some of North Philly, but in West Philly, Eight Brothers. I used to go to eight brothers and i used to always get french fries and i used to tell them to put oh, i know you don't like this but sorry eric, <laughs> eric just put the like laughing emoji <laughs> i used to put uh, um <laughs> i used to uh 
I tell them to put like like on some like you know hood girl stuff like salt pepper ketchup hot sauce like not hot sauce all the time but I'd be like salt pepper ketchup and they used to put like I know Iman I'm sorry they used to put all this ketchup on it and I Ugh. like this so much uh -uh. I used to be tearing them joints up but anyway french fries those cause everybody know like if you in a pinch and you vegan you know french fries they always got your back they do they, they will do, never but fail I really like I'll settle for other ones, but like the fresh cut ones, like when I tell y'all yesterday, this is so nasty. So I don't know why, maybe because like I had an edible and like I had the mask on, but for some reason I just did not feel like walking. So mm -hmm. it's this place near me called Savas. They have mm -hmm. the best French fries and cause they're like potato cut fries. So I literally from where I was at, I like caught a Uber to Savas to get french fries and then I called an Uber to like where I was supposed to be going. Like <laughs> because I was so determined to get those fries. Like I was like, you know, lit off the edible. I'm like, in my mind, I want these fries and nothing else will like I gotta get them. That's just how I felt. It'd be like that some days. It'd be like that. Um and also one time I ordered, uh, not one time, a few times, I literally just ordered those fries and a ginger ale. Like, if I cannot eat or something like that, that's my go-to. If I feel sick, that's the only thing I can eat. My second one, this is something that, like, it's certain foods that, like, are good, but you, see, you can't say it because it's like, ew. Like, you gotta for, say it. Like, beans. Like, when people, like <sighs> beans are good, but, like, talking about beans, like, it's, it's just annoying. like, I don't know. It's just very, like, ew. Anyway, onion and rings. Mm. I, I don't think that's one of them foods. I feel like, like onions. I feel like you. I <laughs> love. <laughs> I love me some onion rings. Okay, mm. like when I found out that ba I forgot what brand is it. Oh, Ryan's, I, it's like I Alex think it's like the no. plank. Oh, Alex. Yeah, Alexia. I think it's I think it's Alexia, right? With them Plinko, the Plinko. Panko uh, one, mm -hmm. the Panko crusted. Yes. Put them in the air fryer. Child, please. please. With some ketchup, please. Please. Or I be getting real freaky. I be making um like sriracha aioli mm. with them. Don't play. Okay. Yeah. You ain't tell me about the sriracha aioli yes, because I be that's... Sriracha aioli with the onion rings. You <sighs> that's better. why when people ask me what I'm eating, what I eat, I really can't answer because it's like, what do you mean? I eat everything I want. Exactly. Them Because like, also, when I went to Utah, like, this is the thing about me and traveling. I be so excited about the most basic stuff. So I was very excited. Like the whole, obviously I went to other places and I did other cool things when I was there. But Ryan was like, we have to go to Sonic because Sonic has vegan onion rings. And if you know, sometimes it's hard to find vegan onion rings. Very so when hard. you find them, because I forgot where we went, Iman. I remember when we found vegan onion rings, Some I think it was the, um, is it the um, Bourbon and Branch? I don't know. They might have I had them at some point. We found vegan onion rings somewhere and we went crazy. I do remember going crazy, but I'm trying to think of the restaurant. <laughs> I, I forgot. Know. But anyway, Sonic has vegan onion rings. And, excuse me, but they're like thick. Ooh. And the batter is like thick. When I tell you I lost my mind, like I think I've been thinking about like the last time I traveled was two two thousand nineteen. That's when I went to Utah. I have been thinking about those onion rings since. Like no cap. <laughs> That's funny as shit. I need to go to a Sonic. Like I need to go to a Sonic. Uh, yeah, anymore. I was just thinking about that. Like we can we can find a Sonic around here. There there is, definitely, yeah, there is. Is it on Ben Salem? Here. 
I think so. Yeah, because I went there. That was the first time I ever went to a Sonic because they don't have Sonics in the city, which is anti-black. But they you, they always roll far away. They are. Same I'm with Dairy show. Queen. True. And Dairy Queen had, um, they had vegan ice cream. I don't know about that. Um, the third one is jalapeno poppers. Mm. When I tell y'all, first of all, I got cream cheese in the crib. When I tell y'all, when I make the vegan jalapeno poppers, I might make them tomorrow. For real, for real. Like, I'm so thankful I don't know how to cook stuff like this. Really, are you because serious? when I tell you I would be in here passed out with like jalapeno <laughs> poppers like laying next to me, like on the floor, please. That's the, the thing. Like when I get fixated on something, I'm like, I'm gonna try to make it vegan. And it's very dangerous. Like when you I also have, get fuller than me quicker. You know I can put it, I can pack it oh, down. I do, I do. I don't I, people <laughs> like sometimes when you be looking at me like, damn, you still eating? I'd be like, Yeah. I am. <laughs> I can eat. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, you <laughs> poppers. Like when I tell y'all, like, like I will. But I think I I want to. If if I make them this week, I'm definitely going to bring you and Karina some because I don't want yes, to eat them um, all by myself. Because I do have cream cheese in the crib, and I got a lot of vegan cheese. I don't know why I just kept on buying some. But when I tell y'all, like, when the first time I had a jalapeno popper was at a bar. Um, and I at a bar when I was vegetarian. That was the only thing I could eat. My friend used to work at a bar when I lived in New York and I used to get jalapeno poppers and fries, um, like for free. And when I tell y'all, imagine getting like a basket. First of all, I got them for free. And on top of that, I would get extra because I was friends with bartender. When I tell y'all bent, okay. Damn. I didn't even want no drink. All I want <laughs> I just want jalapeno poppers. Ugh. I love when you find uh, stuff like that. Right? The last one is, I don't know if, like, I consider this an appetizer because um, on, like, most vegan menus is an appetizer. Um, but I'm going to say nachos. Yeah, one I think about, that's an appetizer for sure. It's a starter. About, it is. One thing about me is if I go, Mine, if there's anywhere that has vegan nachos, I'm going to get them. Period. And I'll be happy because the thing would be nachos <laughs> is like, I like in a triumph, but I can't commit to the whole thing, you know? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like, like getting about it. perfectly shareable. Like, it's a perfect sharing meal. When I tell y'all, if anywhere, like, I don't care where I'm at, if they offer vegan nachos, I'm getting them. I don't care how much they are. Fully loaded. Fully loaded. Yeah, fully please. loaded. We're going fully loaded. We're getting everything on it. Like, if, the, if those nachos are $30, I'm getting them. I don't yeah. care. Because my thing is, it's like, if them nachos $30, they're going to be damn good. <laughs> Period. Like, I was I, so I mad must one time because, first of all, when, you know, everything happened with, um when everything first started happening and, like, you couldn't eat out nowhere, um, I had ordered nachos from one of my favorite vegan places and I was eating them and I'm like, yo, this tastes a little funny. And I had my mom try it. She's like, yeah, like they taste funny. Like it's not just me. It was, I was so pissed off. Cause I'm like, I'm like, yo, that for me, I feel like that was one of my breaking points during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> not I was like, no, not fall out. <laughs> <laughs> but I do get it. Food be having it when you really got a taste for something and, and you get it and it don't be what you want, that shit really fucks with you. Also, when you order something off a of caviar, like first of all, it was so expensive. Mm, yeah, like this I was like, now good. you done pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> 
You about ev- open everything to fuck up. You like what? <laughs> you like this? This is a fake virus. You start turning that's into how, like that's a how cons- I felt. I really about to turn to Republican. I'm gonna say all oh, this is fake. Shut it down. <laughs> I mean, open it up. You like I'm I'm free to not wear a mask and to go eat in restaurants because this would have all been avoided otherwise. That's hilarious. Yeah, I ain't like that at all. Cause I feel like I feel like I felt like the driver like put like Lysol or something in the uh, cheese sauce. They definitely was cleaning too close to the prep station. That's what and you I got felt. a little fabuloso when you're not that, Cause that's what it was <laughs> tasting like. But other than that, I do like the nachos there. Oh my god, no, I love nachos. Um, let me get into my. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say this, but anything that's like an empanada or spring roll or samosa, no, I want it. No, that's so you. That's so you. When I see something like, because every, I feel like every culture has their own version. Like, I feel like an empanada and a spring roll and a samosa are very similar. They're just like, you know, different cultures, but it's like something crispy on the outside and vegetable stuff and other things stuffed in the inside. And I'm like, that is a perfect meal to me because I love like crispiness. And I feel like as a vegan, so much of what we eat is kind of soft. You know what I mean? Like vegetables be soft. Like even lettuce, it's like crispy, but it's not like that that fried, like crunchy, same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I love that it's like, you know, crunchy food. Also cauliflower wings. A lot of people, make me mad when they be talking about like how y'all comparing this to chicken I'm like honestly cauliflower wings are so good like we're not gonna play them they so they're so good I I was thinking about making something this week actually because I got like a small head of cauliflower cauliflower wings are delicious um my favorite is when they are like really buffalo you know yes I love also like I don't even like this is how vegan I am. Because sometimes I don't even be needing to be breaded. Sure. Yeah. So that's you're the what same I do. way. Yeah, yep. you're the same when way. I'm being lazy and I don't want to do all that work or frying and or if I'm trying to be health conscious, I will literally just like slice the cauliflower up and put like hot sauce all over it and bake it. Like, yeah, because I perfect. think that's what I'm going to do. That's so good. I, you know, I have so much food prepared like right now. I can't dare cook anything, but that's going to happen later this week. I'm also going to make a dry rubbed eggplant. Stay tuned, guys. Ooh. Stay tuned. <gasps> um, I also oh, love, what? Sorry. Ariana Grande is pregnant. Oh my God. What? Breaking news. Oh my God. This is why I can't be on my phone while I'm on it. I just guess. Wait, hold Wait, up. Wait, she like fully pregnant? Somebody posted a picture on um on Twitter. Is it real? Stop playing. They need to stop doing stuff like that if it if it ain't real. She didn't post it. Let me see. I don't know. Somebody said, no, you just pissed me off. It's <laughs> fake. Oh, my God. I'm getting that reported. <laughs> Bitch, I'm scared. Everybody at home probably was like, huh? It's okay, guys. We just we just report the news. So, let's get back to phase four real quick. The third thing, yes. dumpling. We love a dumpling. Yeah, um, I have no preference for fried versus steamed. Like I have no preference. Like give me whatever you have. Um, and finally, sweet potato fries. Yes. Which who had your fa- favorite sweet potato fries? <sighs> Nowadays, I, I'm honestly 
not getting any that I really like. So I used, I, I went to this place one time called Iron Hill. It's like a brewery um, in Westchester. It's one in Chestnut Hill too. When I tell y'all that was some of the best sweet potato fries, they were crispy and they gave three different sauces. They gave one that was like a vanilla bourbon sauce. This was before I was vegan. They gave another <laughs> one that was like a whipped like cream cheese sauce. Oh, just, <laughs> hold up, now. watch this, watch this. They gave another one that was like a Cajun aioli like sauce. And I, I had this tri trifecta of sauces to dip these sweet potato fries in. And I was like, yo, this is really good. And then I never had it again. And then I'm vegan. So, I mean, we could definitely try to make them again, but oh, no. Nah. Sure. But my whole thing is I hate when sweet potato fries are soggy. Like that should not be happening. I, I consider that a threat. Same, I like when they're same, crispy. Because I like when they're crispy. And I don't like when they taste like hard. Like sometimes I'm like, is this a carrot or a sweet true, potato fry? I'm very true. Because you have to be careful with that because sometimes it, if it's soggy, you get that area where it's not fully cooked. And when a sweet potato is not like that, it's like, whoa. Like, you know what I mean, Iman? Like, sometimes, yeah, it's sometimes real hard. Hip Cities be doing it. Yep, that's what I was thinking about. I hate to call them out, but Hip City, they be giving you any fries sometimes. I'm like, what any is this? Any fries. Also, like, sometimes they, they be very soggy. And they too sweet. You know what I mean? They too sweet. And them joints is very expensive. That's something like, y'all keep playing that. Plant burger going to take your job. Exactly. Because I also, sometimes I don't, like, I know the topic is sweet potato fries right now. But sometimes I be wanting to switch up because I don't want to get tired of sweet potato fries. You know what I'm saying? I will never get tired of anything sweet potato. That's like, you know, um, I have sweet potatoes like running through my brain. I don't know what it is. Yeah, sweet potato fries always remind me of you. I can eat sweet potatoes every single day. Um, I was actually reading Cicely Tyson's um, autobiography or a listener audible, and she said the same thing. She said she could, um, she ate those every day, even in her 90s. She said sweet potatoes and oatmeal every day. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what I eat all the time. That's you. Um, but fine, honorable mention, crab crab ragoon. Oh, my God. That used to be my favorite thing yes, to order. You know what's crazy? What? New Harmony had vegan <sighs> crab ragoon. Yo, rest in fucking peace in New Harmony. Like, I can't believe... I don't understand... Well, I know why. But I don't know why they closed that restaurant down. It's because they wanted to retire and close that chapter of their life, which is very respectable. But I just don't understand. That was literally our favorite restaurant. It really was. That was our favorite restaurant, y'all. Nobody will ever do food like them again. They... Um, man, oh, man. I think about them every day. <laughs> Not every day. Oh my God, I never forget the first time I was there and it just was like, I've never had like fake meat this good before. Like, yo, when I say ain't nobody really do vegan food, like um, the, like Asian people, oh my they God. They really can't. Like, they do that. When I tell y'all, speaking of New, Har New Harmony too, the last, the last place I ate in um, LA before I got on the plane was a Vietnamese restaurant. When I tell y'all that it was bussin', I had leftovers to eat on a plane. Oh my gosh. Oh my days. <laughs> <laughs> and you like, know, I'll, before, I know we we're gonna spend the whole show here. I'm sorry, what was you saying? I was gonna say, like, also another Asian place I ate at was in Utah. When I tell the, the v, they had vegan shrimp, that's Ooh. a ramen that I think about all the time too, like all the time. 
we need that. We need that. Like, I just want access to every single restaurant. Like, I really do. Um, but darn, I forgot. Oh, I just wanted to say really quick, this Asian place on and around my way, they got like this sushi. And it's like sweet potato um <laughs> tempura roll. Ooh. When I tell you they really did that damn thing with the tempura part. Like, I don't know what they do to make it, like, just so... Because some tempura don't be crispy at all. Like, theirs is, like, perfectly crispy. The sweet potato is not hard. I'm like, yes, absolutely. This is exactly what I want. So, shouts to sweet potatoes and shouts to us finding a vegan crab ragoon. Um, so, let's get into toast for assist. So... <coughs> This week, we want to give a shout to No Name. Yes. So shout out to No Name for her continuous selflessness and activism. She um, is making sure that, you know, people in communities and like at risk communities are have like resources so they can educate themselves. Also, she is staying on Joe Biden's neck, which I definitely appreciate. Because yeah, nigga, you gave us a stimmy, but it ain't, that ain't the end of it. Whatever uh, he he were in the uh he Trump in a Joe Biden uniform. Period. Let's be clear. Also, her her continuously speaking up for Palestine is very important. Also, she is you know she's using you know the bit of celebrity that she has to you know make noise, but also she is um trying to strip herself of that celebrity and she is doing the same thing that um you know somebody that we're going to talk about later a little bit later in um tea time um she's doing what they're doing is like using their you know their status and their wealth to help other people so shout out to her for that and she's the same age as me because Iman likes being 28 <laughs> um she's 29 um and i just think she's doing a very fabulous job she really uh, is. It's it's very hard to be, you know, um, that aware. Um, but I feel like, you know, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, and it just goes to show that it's who she really is because she doesn't have to be. She can literally, nobody would be upset with her if she just decided to enjoy, like, you know, her celebrity life and that's exactly. it. But, you but know, she was like, I'm not happy something with else. this. Yeah, and I, I literally, it's special people in the world who could do that. Also, she ate um, J. Cole up. She Never did. That. And she said, you don't read. And he admitted he don't read. And I'm like, what? And like her pointing out the fact, like, you really coming for me when the world is in flames? Like, you really doing it? Like, please. <laughs> so, shouts to No Name. Um, and also, we want to give a shout out to Naomi Campbell because our supermodel has become a mother. And she posted a picture on Instagram holding the little baby's foot. Um, and it, I just, I think I like woke up to seeing that. Like I woke up to seeing uh that um picture. I know when you sent this to me, I was like shocked, but I was very excited. My favorite thing, probably because I am a woman in her late twenties with no children, and I love seeing women who are older, well established. This is no shots thrown anybody, but I love seeing women that are older and established finally, you know decide to start a family that makes yeah. me happy because that makes me feel like just I'm don't not, rush. 
it's no rush. And I feel like when the time is right for me, it will work out. Because I feel like having a child is such a beautiful thing, but feeling rushed is such an ugly thing. So I'm like, I don't want to bring mix that emotion into bringing a child into the world. Like, I just want to yeah. have a child um, because it feels right. And then I just feel like I would enjoy the experience more versus mm-hmm. like... I sometimes like I see in movies and I understand for different reasons people have to do this but like when they start like feeling like they gotta like all right let's go time for sex again sometimes <laughs> it's very necessary to like just conceive in but I if you know as much as possible you don't want to let other factors like oh my age be um be something that pushes you into having a child before you're ready um but she posted the picture of the baby's cute little foot and said a beautiful little blessing has chosen to chosen me to be her mother so honored to have this gentle soul in my life there are no words to describe the lifelong bond that i now share with you my angel there is no greater love and uh i'm just so happy for her and i also uh, love that in this article uh this article mentioned that Naomi Campbell told the Evening Standard in 2017, I think about having children all the time, but now with the way science is, I think I can do it when I want. And I'm just like, wow, she did it when she wanted, mm-hmm. wanted to. So sending her so much love. Um, all right, now let's get into tea time. Uh, the CDC, you know, they really belong in a sunken place for what they've done. <laughs> no, for real. But I think we already did put them in a sunken place. That's why I didn't I don't think it was it. the CDC, like, because I think the CDC up until this point was responding pretty well. That's really? why I think who, this who news. Who was it then? I, I feel like it I think was it was somebody... like, it was the state of Georgia. It was Brian Kemp. We put in a sunken oh, place yeah. for how he did things. <laughs> but like the CDC... Um, definitely, I think, had been handling this really good, and I felt like they were a trusted source. But now, and I'm like, who's paying you niggas? Because this don't make no sense. Because, like, 16 days before May 13th, so when was that? Um, it was April 27th. So April 27th, they said it's okay for people who don't wear masks, I mean, who are vaccinated, to not wear masks outside. But if they're around a big crowd of strangers, then they should wear masks. You know, that made sense to me. I felt like we were like, you know, pacing ourselves, like going back to quote unquote normal. And then from there, they didn't jump to, okay, cool. Like you can unmask when you are, you know, in at Coachella, but still stay masked outdoors. They just said on May 13th, uh, without, wait, hold on, let me find the exact quote. Wait one second. All right, I can't find it. But pretty much they were saying that indoor masking uh, isn't necessary anymore. And that happened before um, OSHA, which are the people who control like a safe workspace, made a decision, um, like made a decision. So now pretty much there are people who could be maskless before like workers get their shots. Like there's nothing now I think protecting essential workers. And I'm just like, a lot of essential workers didn't even get hazard pay. And now they won't, the thank you that they get is we're going to leave things up to, you know, everyone else. That's really sick. That's really fucked up and it's sick. I'm still going to wear my mask, but everybody is not like me. No, every, some people like, are some just people waiting. Are, they only wore exactly. it because they could not get into the store. Mm-hmm. And they want to be combative 
anyway. And also, some people are like, you really think people are not going to lie about being vaccinated? Come on. They're not going to no. lie. They can't get them corny-ass uh, cardboard cards made up. Like, are you kidding me? Like, those cards are so easy to replicate if they wanted to do that. And also, I just feel like, what's the harm in still wearing your mask, like, uh, in stores and stuff like that? Like, I know we do have to take some steps towards like normal and you know sometimes it's scary but I'm, i feel like this was just a big leap from only wear your mask outdoors in small groups to like now pretty much saying that you know, like and now immediately ending uh indoor mask mandates like some states like maryland virginia north carolina ohio michigan as soon as they heard the cdc said that they just dropped it and then yeah, and so did some major chains like Walmart, Trader Joe's, and Costco's. Like they're just like, oh, okay, cool, now we're good. And I'm like, all right. So y'all are we'll get into this later. Like you'll wonder why it's job shortages and stuff like that, but you're not questioning the decisions you do. And I've told Sabrina again, like this is so the United States. Like the mm -hmm. Joe Biden, the CDC, you know, putting this all on personal responsibility versus taking a moment to say like okay cool this is not personal you know this is not a personal virus this is a communal virus yeah. so why would we make um you know why wouldn't we make the process reflected like that's just so terrible to me oh, oh sorry i was getting a facetime call all <laughs> hell was just breaking loose over here <laughs> Well, yeah, i'm just so mad about this um somebody was saying early like when you stand with um you stand with employees and essential workers when you wear your mask, regardless of the rules. So sure. that's what I'll be doing. Um, I really never plan. I don't know if I'm going to stop wearing my mask for I don't know how long because wearing a mask just protects you from the common cold. I've been reflecting Period. on how dirty we were from, you know, as a society. And also, if you're taking walks and you have your mask on, I think it might help your allergies. Like, obviously, I don't have the, like, proof, but, you know. Also, um, like before all this like in asian countries when people are like people it's just a normal to where it's like nothing to wear masks and i feel like america is so okay with being dare i say dirty like i feel like america just don't have stuff that i feel like because it's too um it's too uh Personal. It's, everything is always about like well what do you want to do or my freedom and blah 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 it's just so frustrating. I can't believe they did this. And I feel really bad for people who um, have to go to work. Like, they can't question or do any of those things. They just got to do what they got to do. And then their health gets put at risk. All because someone else's personal choice. So Yeah, and I always think a Republican will hawk spit on me. Well, I mean, it's not that crazy. Oh, my God. So let's move on to the next subject. So there's the iCarly re reboot. Have you had it? Oh, it hasn't premiered yet. It's going to premiere on Paramount yeah. Plus. Did you know mm -hmm. it was a such thing as Paramount Plus? Mm -hmm. Plus? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I never heard Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I feel like this genre is definitely about to wipe cable out all these different pluses. Yeah. <sighs> exactly. Because HBO Max, when I tell you HBO Max, we having that work. I want to do it. And I thought it was just like HBO stuff. No, like I was watching Adventure Time on there from the first season. Oh wow. Animal. That is hilarious. 
I need to watch Adventure Time again. Them songs yeah, used to be so soothing. Right? They have like Cartoon Network stuff on there. Adult Swim. They got DC Universe. That's why I got it. They got DC Universe. They got like their movies. They got other movies and stuff like that. Like when I tell you, that's where the nanny is on HBO Max. HBO Max is popping 10, okay? I got to get it. Sure. So I'll get Paramount Plus because I am very interested in this iCarly reboot. So um the new for the new iCarly um you know Carly's older now and she has a new friend because she's a grown woman now she doesn't have Sam anymore this woman wasn't meant to like replace uh Sam she's just a different person <laughs> you know she's the new best friend now that uh and she's a roommate and best friend Miranda and also that happened that's very realistic that's like very realistic college, you go to college sometimes you don't stay friends with people that you could call I mean that's different for us but some people it do happen yeah or you just yeah you get new friends and it's not that bad you know it is what it is so um Lacey Mosley she's like a beautiful girl she plays uh her her character's name is Harper. Mm -hmm. Why does she get met with all these like super hateful, racist comments? Like people mad because they think you know she's a replacement of Sam. Even so, like, do you really have to like go that hard? Like, I'm really confused. Just because you think somebody is a replacement for a character you like, you think you could be racist. That's how white people be thinking. My, <laughs> it's, it's I, this ain't. is why I did it. This is why I did it because I was mad. It's like there's no reason. <laughs> there's no reason. She and did like, nothing. She did nothing, and you just were racist because you just you know don't like that she's black. That's just all it is. Um, but it's really frustrating because uh, you were telling me this. Lacey's little sister was the one who discovered all the hatred mm -hmm. on TikTok, and it really just that is what broke her heart. And I think that yep. would break my heart too. Like if my little cousins were reading all this like anti-black stuff about me, like for them to just have to process the attacks against me plus the blackness all at once, it's, it's really sad. Yeah, and she, you know, she was um upset at herself because she went off and she, like, you know, was cursing. And I'm like, that's the thing. When when black women, when we defend ourselves, you should not apologize for it. I wish somebody was there to tell her that. She do not have to apologize. Fuck yeah, because she said she felt silly for being upset. And I'm like, here we go again where we get held to these unrealistic um, expectations. Like, somebody is supposed to be racist and hateful to you for absolutely no reason. They hurt your little sister, and then you have to feel silly for being upset. No. It's like, no. No, no, no. It's like we got to allow ourselves to be human and saying that, yeah, I know racism exists, but when you are met with it like this, it is completely traumatizing. It just makes you want to say, this is why I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> because, you know, people are just hating me for no reason. But shouts to her because she took to, you know, Instagram and she said, you know, I love being black. I hate how black people are treated on this planet. Mm -hmm. I took this role on iCarly because the room is diverse. Our showrunner is so incredible, incredible kind, caring, and the cast is talented. Some of the best people I ever met. I was shocked when a celebration of all the hard work we've put into making this reboot was overshadowed by most the most racism I've ever experienced in my life over the course of 72 hours. Ugh. Well, I'm just happy that, you know, her team has her back. Like, the, the staff room, everyone has been, like, you know, stepping Period. up. Shut it the um, fuck down. Francesca Ramsey, who's huge on Twitter and, like, 
pretty iconic on Twitter. She was just um, really having her back and like posting the screenshots of everything. I believe Miranda Cosgrove did too. So at least there's that. At least that's taking place. Exactly. All right. Let's. What's our next subject? <laughs> <laughs> Jada Smith. Jada Smith opens up a vegan restaurant, guys. Yes, that's what I wanted to. So I was when I was talking about No Name. I was oh, yeah, like thinking about him being um like so you know so selfless, and it like you know gives you some hope. I feel like there is like a percentage of people who are you know wealthy that do care. Um, and he's definitely one of them. Um. He's opening up another vegan food truck. He has a few, um, and he wants to help the homeless or people say now a houseless in um on uh in LA, a uh, skid row. Um, he's giving them sustainable plant based um vegan meals for free. And also, he said that if you not um houseless, you got to pay up. And you got to pay enough for your meal and the person behind you. Period. I know that's right. Period. I love to hear it. Yeah. And I'm, I just feel like um, the, the idea that, like, everybody who is experiencing homelessness or houselessness has to eat like shit is so inhumane. It is. Like, people really, like, if you, I remember when I was growing up, like, I'm not even embarrassed. Like, my grandma used to get free boxes and stuff like that. It's not because our family couldn't afford food or anything like that. It's just because my grandma was, like, signed up for all these programs, and she does not believe in wasting food. However, Me. you know, those <laughs> meals definitely help. Like, I ate government cheese when I was a kid. No, like, same. The yeah. meals on wheels. My the meals on wheels. I'm just, the yeah. free lunches from your neighbors. Them made a huge difference some days yep. like some days those sandwiches would hit fruit cocktail on point like yep. it was really really good the chicken patty my grandma grew up in the depression so it would make her really really uncomfortable to know that there was free food and she wasn't taking advantage of it so she would yeah. be like we got to get it we got to cook it we got to eat it plus she had all these kids in her house like it was just important but i just looked in those boxes sometimes and sometimes it was nothing fresh everything was in a can and, and everything was frozen too everything the was mil- in the, yep. the mills on wheels was all frozen Yep, and it was like no like real greens or anything like that. And I remember my grandma used to always say that. But that's why she was so big on us getting those meals like um from like you know the free block program where you yeah if you got a play street meaning your your street's blocked off you can like run up to somebody grandma porch and be like can I have a sandwich and they'll give it to you and the juice and stuff like that. My grandma was like eat that because it has something green in it you know. Mm-hmm. But I just think that people think oh if you're poor you should just eat whatever you can to stay stay alive. Versus if you have money, yeah, you can then get access to, like, vegetables. And it's nice to see, like, oh, the narrative is changing. People now know having access to the things you need to live a healthy life and be alive, like vegetables, are now, like, necessity and not a luxury. They're a necessity. And I just hope that as we work to, like, just break down capitalism, we that just becomes normalized. That it's not a luxury that every person at the minimum just has what they need to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Like, at the minimal. It's true. So, shouts to Jaden Smith, again, like Sabrina was saying, for using his um 
his platform because Jaden Smith is a cool kid. Like he gets invited to all the cool cool kid parties and Met Gala, you know, Kardashians love. He could easily just, you know, nig out and just say, forget <laughs> about the problems that normal folks have. Like he's never had our problems. But it seems like he is just one hundred percent still committed to giving his money back mm-hmm. to the community and sustainability and veganism. So fucks with it very heavy. Um get into let's get into this Nikki live. So I saw it. I saw the live. Um, it was funny because I was like, oh, no, like, I'm going to miss it. Like, because that's when we, that's the day. We, we, we all split because everybody was yeah. like, Nikki, come on and love and all right. I saw yeah. <laughs> And like, I, but me and Iman was in a car. We were still talking. And then when I got in the house, it was like 1130. And I'm like, oh, no, I missed it. Get on Twitter. I'm like, did I miss it? And everybody like, y'all, you know she late. I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe she is this late. But anyway, but did, she was wasn't late. she crying or something like that? Somebody said she was late because she, she was crying. Yeah, because she said somebody, uh, I think, gave her a gift or something. Aww. Somebody gave her a, a gift, and all, she, oh, she said. Also, she said Tay was late. Eric and Tay, her hairstylist. Oh, okay. She said he was late, late. So everybody started blaming him. So anyway, <laughs> um, but you know, it probably was her. But anyway, um, because <laughs> that's what I would do. I would blame my gang. She's a blame Tay. Yeah, period. But um, she got on the live and she said that it's a twelve year anniversary of Beat Me Up, Scotty. First of all, wow, twelve years. Um, cannot believe that. Cannot believe because I remember when that came out like yesterday. Seriously. But anyway, she says the twelve um year anniversary of Beat Me Up, Scotty, and for the anniversary. It's going to be put on all streaming services, um, she said, at midnight. And um, and three new songs are going to be on there. And that was so exciting because I literally... So, first of all, nobody uses Dat Piff anymore. Dat Piff used to be so hot when we was in high school because when Lil Wayne was, like, releasing, um, like, mixtapes, like, almost, like, every week, they all would be on Dat Piff. Like, that's... I've never first, listened to Dat Piff. First of all, also, Dat Piff, um, I mean... There wasn't that many. There wasn't stream. Streaming wasn't even. It wasn't in high school. Yeah, there was no streaming services. No, I uh, I would do Frostwire and then download yeah it. stuff like that. LimeWire, MySpace. That's where we got our music yeah. from. But that Piff, YouTube, is where, YouTube. But that Piff is where you could listen to like they had like the Carter, all that stuff like that. So that's why I used to always have that Piff because I used to love Wayne. Um. And Nicki Minaj. So I literally still in the, our year of 2021, I still have that piff and I downloaded it just so I could listen to Nicki Minaj mixtapes. And Beam Me Up Scotty is one of them. Once she put Playtime is over and, um, oh my God, what's the other one? Playtime is over. And the other one, once she put that on streaming services, I'm done with that piff. Like, I'm done with it. <laughs> Um, but it was just so exciting to be, also, it's so exciting to be able to hear those songs when you in a car, like, you could play it in a car without, like, you know, I mean, I got YouTube, um, premium, not just flex, but, um, you can hear, you can, oh, Sucker Free is the other, uh, mixtape, Nicki Minaj. Sucker Free and Playtime is over. Once those go on streaming, please. But anyway, um. Yeah, so it's so nice. You could play it in a car, at a cookout, all that stuff like that. You don't got to worry about the commercials, all that stuff. Like, it's so... I was so excited, but I could not believe 12 years. I'm like, 
we was like 16 or 17 when it came out. Yeah. That is wild. Also, Iman Ramon, obsessed. When I tell you obsessed, like that's why for my junior prom, I literally had my hair. I had I always post that picture, but I had like the Nikki bangs, um, and I literally took a picture of her to the salon <laughs> to <laughs> get the hairstyle. Like I literally wanted my hair like that on purpose. And you gave um, the barb stare, like you were exactly <laughs> doing like, the barb pose. Anytime I like did a pose, like trying to picture, I always tried to pose like the human eyes, like always. But um. What was I about to say? Oh, Iman reminded me when uh, uh, I'm like jibba, jibba, jibba. we um ran for a school council, um, like of the whole school, not class at school wide. School wide. <laughs> um, Iman ran for president and I ran for vice president. And when I came out, I came out to itty bitty piggy, period. Because we shout out to Eric, yo, because back Eric, in the day, we really been yo, we go way back when <laughs> we um when we ran for president and vice president of the school, we was friends with Eric and them. And Eric always been into tech. So if we had an assembly or something, he was the run running the lights. He had yep. control of the microphone. And when you run it for like office and school, it's really good to know the tech people because the other folks just came out on stage and said their speech. But imagine like other people like and when I become president, I will clean the hallways and I will do this and the other. Then you hear and if you see an itty bitty piggy in the market like you see, and, and you see Sabrina like bopping out. I'm like we got it. We did it Joe. Soon as, soon as I saw that and this was my second year in a row running for president. Sabrina got um. wait can you hear me? Yeah I hear you. Oh sorry. I don't know what happened to my mic. But Sabria got eliminated from being able to run for vice president the first year because you called somebody an asshole. That was so unfair. Oh my gosh, that's Justice so fu- was not served. What? That's I forgot about you that. You said you, and that's so funny because Sabria don't even she didn't even curse that crazy. And it's like the one time you said ass, I think the principal or somebody was behind you, and she's like, you are no longer as eligible to be. But I'm like, are you kidding me? So oh my I, gosh, I forgot about that. I'm really crazy. <laughs> so I won that. Sabria was my running mate, but this she got disqualified so <laughs> did I had to work by myself I had to do it by myself <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry yo I was like I, I wasn't used to having friends who misbehaved so I was like kind of fucked up but yo, so one thing about me is my, I misbehave I was reclaiming my title, so the, so that year I put I came out to Encore by Jay Z because I'm like, do y'all want to continue, you know what we got going on? But we really took that president race so serious, like we, we really did not play about that. Like we walked and waved to each side of the stage, but I never forget like itty bitty picky. Because as soon as I hear that, it took me right back to that day. I was standing on the side of the curtains like that, a girl, we're gonna win this. <laughs> I was so hyped with my own song. Yes. I, I forgot that I said, I'm really unhinged. <laughs> Why would I call But because, because it was um kind of like, you know, rated R and R, we had like a principal who would embarrass you. She would be like, yeah, we like, are queens. For that. We are kings and queens. We don't carry ourselves like that. So we had uh, it looped to uh, Nikki just saying, and if you see an itty bitty picky in a market, like something, we just had it looped to like the real clean part. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I think it was just like the beginning part. It was like, yup, yep, it was, yep, yeah, it was yep. the beginning part. <laughs> it was just the beginning. beginning part. That's corny that she said. Like I cursed in front of my parents, so I'm like, you going like, whatever. And she used to like strip people of their power in the way, you, like we were real, like, like we really was holding public offices. 
she would be like, I denounce you, like on some Game of Thrones type of shit. Like she was sick now that I look back on it. She like really she was, was really sick. Um, this principal who shall remain unnamed also uh, tried to suspend my girlfriend, Cueta, for not throwing out her sandwich uh, because she was eating in class um, because she was hungry and students should be allowed to eat when they're hungry. They and should. she was like, you're going to have to throw that sandwich out. And my friend was like, I ain't throwing this sandwich out that my mom made for me. No, I'm not. And she was like, "Throw! I'll give you certain seconds. And as she was counting, Cueta pulled the sandwich out and started eating it. <laughs> Period. And she, she had the... Walk and her mom called her. I was like, "Yeah, she throw that sandwich out. Like, bitch, you you not in Kansas no more. Don't come hit. Don't come to West Philly with these kids and their parents <laughs> trying to get smart like that." But I'll never forget. Like, she started counting, and Cuba started taking aluminum foil off the sandwich. <laughs> and yes, that is my legal friend because that's some bullshit to do. <laughs> that I love is. It. I that's so that. funny, Iman, that you said you wasn't used to having friends that misbehaved. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was... All my friends followed the rules. So I was like, when you got disqualified, I was like, whoa, this wasn't in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what am I going to do? Jesus Christ, my running mate is just as important like as what I... Who was I calling the asshole? I don't even know if you were calling someone or you just said it, you know? Uh, but I remember it was definitely ass. And I'm like, that's not even a word to go out for. And you had an in-house suspension. <laughs> I always had an in-house suspension. Yeah, new. you did. I, I never had one, I don't think. I had one. I had them in middle school. I had them in high school. The, when I really started tightening up in college, because I'm like, it's college. Like, why would I? You started tightening up, um, like, 11th grade year, I think. Because that's what I did. Start... I did yeah. tighten up a little. Because I was like, all right, I want to go to college. I can't be bad. Yes. <laughs> but it was so funny how we were so different in, college, in high school. But, like, neither one of us ever pressured. Even one, like, you talked about the time. You you skipped SAT prep. And I ain't say shit. I was like, all right, I see y'all. I talked to y'all <laughs> I did. Later. I didn't want to go. So, I Yeah, really, but I that's why peer pressure don't work shop. on us. Yeah, they, it don't. And, yeah, I was going to say, nobody peer pressured me. I wanted to. I would have sat there by myself. That's just how yeah. I am. You was like, I ain't feel like going to SAT prep. And <laughs> I was just like, it's not an option for me. I told my mom I where I was going, and she dropped me off here. So if she found out that I went anywhere else, you could say goodbye to me for the rest of this year. So I'm going to go ahead and take my black ass in because I can barely come. This is the only way I get outside is if I do SAT prep. So let me that just. That was so funny. And it's funny because then I met up with y'all. Like, what y'all was up to? I'm like, no, I'm going to take my black ass on. Uh, but yeah, shout out <laughs> to Nicki Minaj. I'm so happy to see her doing well, looking fucking good. And it's also beautiful when you see your fave become a mommy. Like, I love it. Like, I just do. The glow be different. Per. Um, And let's talk about our final story. We're not going to spend too much time here, but this is like, we agree. That's all. Oh, excuse me. That's all I got to say. So, <laughs> so you know those, is it called mukbang or mukbang? Mukbang. So you know those mukbang videos, um, binge eating kink videos are now illegal in China. That's what the New York Post headline is. <laughs> so, you know, if y'all are on Twitter, uh, Twitter, um, you'll see like this tiny girl stuffing her face with like KFC or my personal favorite is when they do like the Dove, like uh, chocolate ice ice pops. Like, and they crunch those, roll out, and eat them. Um, again, not encouraging it. Just saying, if you had to watch it, that would be a good starter. Um, yeah, I don't say you might. I ain't see that one. <laughs> yeah, just saying. But now it's being uh, it's outlawed. Being made a little bit. 
<laughs> Say so it's outlawed for the shit. <laughs> it says China has made the decision to outlaw overt gluttony in public and on social media, which also targets Chinese mukbangers who gorge on camera <laughs> to the agreement of <laughs> millions of culinary kink fans around the world. What? I don't, First I don't, of all, it was not. I, when they said kink, I'm like, now you're trying to make it seem dirty. Because yeah, but I said, wait a minute. I it was it. never really, like, I've never heard. And also, I think they trying to be racist, too. Because you know how it's a majority of, like, Asian women doing it. And I feel like they trying to, like, sexualize them. Because I never heard. It never like, was sexual is kink. Like a, yeah, uh, as a um Korean eating show, I never heard it referred to as a kink. And and also like while they do it, I feel like there are other types. I feel like China might have had like a hold on the game, but there are also other people who eat and maybe not necessarily do like mukbang style, like them, but they still crack crabs and stuff like that. Like I see black women doing it. It's never about kink. It's always about. The same, like watching people eat. The same thing. If technically, you get off people. on that, that is something that you had to do. And you are, yeah. You, how did that? That is not the majority. I'm sorry. The majority of people are not watching it. Like, oh hell yeah. Like majority of people are like, damn, it look good as shit. Yeah, listen to that crunch. That's how I am. Like, yeah, it's same. not. I don't like feeling like a like a creep like that though. Oh my god. Sorry. The fine is it would be equal to about fifteen thousand dollars in american bucks. <laughs> like it's so funny because that's so much money like for eating food yeah it's literally i i literally just what i said my it said mukbang on this is wikipedia also known as a eating show in korea is a korean eating show popular yeah. in south korea in 2010 that's when i found out about it because i was watching mommy ting yeah and listen I do agree. I agree with the fact that, you know, the food waste is, it should be cut out. I just don't agree with the fact that this article is calling the king. They're wrong. But I think yeah. um, China's right to make it illegal to waste food because there's so many people without. And I can't pretend like I don't think that sometimes when I'm watching the videos. Like, but yeah. I think that like, even when um you be watching cooking shows or, you know, you looking at food photography, I look at that and I'm like, you know what? Now that I know sometimes they use shaving cream to make frosting and stuff, I learned that from one of my old production jobs. Mm -hmm. it, ju it just makes me so sad. Like, they'll cook a cake and then they'll, like, glue it and yep, stuff like that. Yep. Now, the chefs are very intentional about, like, let's just save this for as long as possible. Let's get as many uses out of this, like, use this as a decoration. But it's only but so much you could do. And then sometimes, especially when you're demoing food, a lot of it goes to waste. So, yeah, I'm like, because... Mm -hmm. It's so annoying because like sometimes that's why I um I really love like it's a it's vegan bloggers that I um follow sweet simple vegan I love them a lot um I feel like I'm a, the third in their couple not even a sexual way I feel like as like I feel like they I like we're friends like I like if they would like me to join them like as friends I would love to do that anyway but they are vegan they are vegan food bloggers and they take like they have videos where they take pictures like they make their actual food and they take pictures and they eat it mm -hmm. and they say sometimes like oh like oh it got cold or whatever and i like that because like i'm like obviously i don't have the budget but all the food that i take a picture of i eat it like after yeah that's the, i'm sorry that ain't my nature to cook some food and not eat it like what yeah or like have like because i know because some things don't look right on camera if it's mm -hmm. like the real thing like so like you said whipped cream and stuff like that because it's not like as 
you know, sturdy. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there has to be a way. <laughs> like, or just make it not look pretty and trust that the people at make home. Make it look realistic. Because there, sometimes there are things that be looking flat as shit, but I'm like, I could tell that's good. Like, I could just tell that's good. That's fine. Like, there are exactly. so many people who make it work, like vegan treats and stuff like that. I know they not using no fake um Hell no. Speaking of, Sabri, I want to surprise you, but hopefully we can get the vegan treats next week. Um <laughs> Because I'll be, I'll be off of work next week. I'll be Bitch. off. I'll lose my And I was now thinking like, oh, is there a Sonic near Vegan Treats? <gasps> the way I would just uh-huh. nut on the ceiling. It's real. But- <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So mukbang is illegal um, and rightfully so. But we have enough videos to carry us. <laughs> like, I'm watching one called Corn Mozzarella Fondue. Like, come on now. You're doing too much. We got enough That's videos to watch for the rest of our lives. We don't need any more. I but feel like, like I was saying in the email before we recorded the show, I feel like once it started getting to American audiences, that's when it started getting very gluttonous and disgusting. Like, for me... <laughs> Very disgusted. For me personally, like, I like Mommy Tang. That was, like, the first, like, mukbang person that I uh, found. And I like her because she eats realistically. Like, she'll eat, like, a big bowl of noodles or something like that and have, like, a big drink of water or, like, tea on the side and stuff like that. Like, she'll just eat, like, for instance, if you're, say you're making a bowl of spaghetti for, like, like, it's, um, she just eats Instead of, like, making spaghetti for the family, like, she'll eat the whole serving. And I feel like for me, like, especially as a vegan, that's kind of realistic because as vegans, we you have to eat more. Yeah, you have to eat more. Um, But I like when people eat like that. Like, it's actual, real, like, she's eating a big bowl of ramen. Like, that makes sense. Like, when you start eating, like, 40 um, chicken patties from Chick-fil-A, <laughs> like, what? Not chicken patties. <laughs> Not picture just eating in the flat ass chicken patties. Like I nothing mean, chicken burgers. My vegan brain was like, "What is it? Chicken patties?" <laughs> because I'm so used to having like vegan chicken patties. <laughs> it's also funny. Dang, they really strict. It said restaurants that serve huge amounts of food or waste it may be fine. I'm like, all right, now how you going uh, charge Mike for serving too much? I'm like, now I disagree. Because <laughs> don't yeah. give me no skinny ass plate. Because the government says so. <laughs> But um yeah, stop the waste is uh the initiative that is about stopping the waste, which we should we we do have to get better with. But I'm like, hold up now, no, still give me no. a healthy serving. Don't play, no. don't play like that. Yeah, don't play like that. All right, so let's get into common sense. I mean, let's get into the sunken place. Um, and this is going to be a short and sweet one, I promise. Um, so I went to get some food the other day, and wow, we almost made it through the show without no motorbikes. But I. <laughs> Went to go get food the other day, and I was just, you know, like, talking casually to the restaurant owner. And listen, I make friends with people at restaurants. Bri and I always do that. So, mm-hmm. I was like, we was catching up, asking him how things are going, and he just starts to complain to me about how nobody wants to work. Like, the government's <laughs> making people lazy. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, what? And up until that point, I had never actually come in contact with someone who believed that. Everybody in my life is like, period, good. I'm happy they can't find workers because um, if you're not going to pay people more, why should they put their health and their family's health at risk? One. Two, um, people are tired of being abused by capitalism. So if they get an opportunity to make money and I don't know, just not be a fucking slave for a little bit, they're going to take it. Mm -hmm. And that's not being lazy. Like the world's going to open up. 
And it's going to open up with a vengeance. Like they're saying inflation is going to happen because supplies are low. Like this is the calm, low key before the real storm. Like COVID was mm -hmm. bad, but the recovery is going to really, really hurt a lot of people. So I just, you know, I like some people you just once they that ignorant, you just realize they kind of so, so far gone. So I'm not going to waste my time. But mm -hmm. I did have to tell him. I'm like, well, you know. People want to be safe. And he was like, well, it has nothing to do with that because a lot of people getting vaccine. I'm like, nah, you don't know what it has to do with. But I just want to say to anybody who was like complaining about unemployment, making people lazy and talking about the PUA money. It's just like, stop being a dick eater, essentially, is what I want to say. Like, let people be happy oh, for once. Like, let people just, I want to say let them be happy for once. Like, literally, just give people free money. But look at what we just been through. And you really want to push people to go back to work, especially now. Now when you're saying that folks can just walk up, not be, not give you your six feet without a mask, and you want people to just willingly come back. Period. Also, like y'all niggas ain't paying up, cause like me, like okay, so I'm like back on my job hunt, and before I started taking my job hunt seriously, I was just like casually looking for jobs, and as I was casually looking for jobs, I was seeing how much they pay, and I literally like was making like. 50% more than what they were trying to pay. Jesus It's no way. It's, isn't that crazy? Like, it's no way. I literally, before I left my job, I had got three raises, which is very rare, but I got promoted. I was in a position, then I got promoted, but, excuse me, and my promo I got promoted to assistant manager, and by being promoted assistant manager, excuse me, that was a pay raise. Yeah. But then from me, you know, doing a good job and like, you know, the company was doing well, I got another raise. Mm. So I got three raises and I was there for a year and some change Wow! before everything happened. And so I'm just like, after that, I'm like, there's no way I cannot go backwards. Like I cannot yeah. go backwards because I got used to living a certain, because first of all, my job, I got a pay raise I got three pay raises and my job had bonuses. So before everything happened, my job was paying me by, um, before everything shut down, it was paying by our, um, how my paycheck was before that. And before that we got a bonus. So literally every check I was getting before my job closed was a bonus check. Mm. So yeah. I'm like, I was like, and you get used to stuff like as you should. You should get used to making a livable wage. It should be exactly the standard. because it got easier when everything was shut down. And now that I'm used to, I'm used to stuff being shut down now. That like, yeah, I go out to eat now, but not as much as I used to. Because like, literally every payday, I used to go out to eat. Like no cap, and I used to order my lunch all the time. So for me, and also. For me, um, not going out anymore and like being used to cooking at home and um not getting like tattoos every month and stuff, I was saving money. So I'm like, no way I'm going back. Like after that, I realized, yo, I'm actually making good money. So I'm not going back to that. Like I'm not. Yeah, like, and they want people to be like, I'll take anything just to I'm work. I'm not taking anything. So that I can make it, I, I can prove that I'm not a lazy, poor person. It's like, why do people hold poor people to these standards that they absolutely do not hold rich people to? All exactly. because of systems that they created. And I'm like, exactly. y'all want people to be dumb so bad. That's how I feel. Like, that some folks, they just want people to be dumb and to just be slaves. Like, maybe... 
the baby boomers were, but it's like this is a new <laughs> era, and we're some people call it entitlement, some people call it knowing your your worth, and I just think it's funny how like the world is is turning back on rapidly, like you know all that kindness that like cable services and stuff were all no uh uh-uh. they were like yeah okay time to give the money up you cannot use the pandemic as an excuse anymore, so it's like they want the world to just rapidly turn on, uh and we don't give people any grace but everybody's supposed to give these businesses grace and just jump back into working like are you kidding me it's just such a one-sided like society and i just hope that our generation stands firm and and all these things so that processes start to change because what like oprah said some people they just gotta die you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, in order for capitalism to go, like, they have to die. So I'm like, who's going to last? Like, we're going to be the old people one day. <laughs> so we just kind of got to stay firm and and not lose sight of what we want our future to look like. And it, not modern-day slavery with work either. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into common census. All right. Let me know. You hit that note, sister. Okay, let's get into the common senses, all right? So, knowing when to be hard on yourself. Knowing when to be hard on yourself. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. And the reason why we're talking about this is because, like, we know that the key to success is, like, this perfect combination between accountability and like being kind to yourself. Like we always talk about mothering yourself and being kind, but you know, you could go too far on the spectrum on either side. You could be mm-hmm. too hard on yourself or you could be too kind on yourself. And next thing you know, nothing's getting done either way if you ask me. Because if you're too hard on yourself and you're not, you know, noticing like maybe your mental health is down, you won't be as productive as you think you are. Mm-hmm. So the balance is the key. So we just wanted to talk about why now, like why we decided to talk about this. Um, for me, I, um, so I have picked this topic, um, for me, I'm really like reflecting on stuff that happened last year and maybe I'm speaking in hindsight and like, since I realized that, you know, things are getting a little better, um, I guess the quiet after the storm, um, that I'm feeling like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have been, you know, um, I should have just, uh, I feel like for me when my job closed down I felt like everything I, I it made me a little bit more you know fearful of everything that's going on or whatever um but in hindsight I wish that I just would have like stuck to my um say like my regiments and stuff that I was doing when when I was working um before this um because things you know have gotten better Um, and with me, like, reflecting on that and, like, you know, I'm trying not to be, you know, upset with myself because, again, if you're upset with yourself, that's gonna, um, you're not gonna go far. You'll be living in the past. You'll be living in the past. You'll be, you'll just be stuck. So it's just like, it is what it is. Um, but the, let me see, the first, um, thing we have on here is- No, we were talking about, like, why, like, now- um, is this such an important conversation to have? Oh, yeah. It's, like, I was saying, because I was reflecting. On, okay. Um, and yeah, for me, um, it's like, I feel like I'm trying to level up. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to level up, and I'm, like, so 
obsessed with like my goals and just tired of being always feeling like I'm like about to grab it but I'm not quite there. Like, so I feel like you ever see on cartoons where it's like they dangling something over their face on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like I'm running after like my dreams and like I'm running out of steam, but I'm just like, let's work smarter, not harder. Um, and every day I do ask myself, like, am I doing my best? Like if I, am I doing my best? Because when I do my best, I can accept whatever the result is. Like if I do my best during a job interview and I don't get the job and I tell you, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care. Like, because I'm like, well, what else was I I'm, so, was I supposed to do? Like a Gabby Douglas, like flip or something? Like, <laughs> what else did you want from me? I did everything to my best ability. Um, so it's just not in the stars for me. Um, and I can accept it when it comes to interviews and stuff. But when it comes to my dreams, I can't accept like, oh, um, no, I just don't get it. Nope, I have to. So it's like, let me make sure that I like do my best and like really push forward. But there are some days where I know I do I do too much. Like if I feel like if you, all of us are always wondering, like, am I doing enough or if I'm doing too much? I'm definitely somebody I burn myself out. And that's not I feel like that's applauded a lot of times, but it's it's not good. Yeah, it's really not. So you have to know when to be hard on yourself and when to ease up. So um, let's just start with um, when do we know we're not trying our hardest? Like, how can you just tell? For me, I know when I'm like talking to somebody and I'm talking about the same things that I was talking about before. Like, mm. is no progress yeah. in um what I'm you know doing and that's what recently I have had a like a fire like lit under my ass because I'm like because I did have a little um what's it called um imposter syndrome where I'm like oh you're not a hard worker you're this you're that blah blah blah. and I'm just thinking about the stuff that I did prior to all this I'm like I actually am so let's not go there self but um yeah when I'm like still talking about the same thing so now I'm just in the mode where I just want to just go and just do like just do stuff and um just um even if it's like guerrilla style like I'm just like doing it seems like I don't have a plan I'm like I just feel like I just need to throw myself it's it's gonna something's gotta stick you know yeah no I totally feel that I'm at that phase too where I'm just like you know when uh you ready to like be like all right I need to work a little bit harder when you go I'm gonna try everything you start to realize there were some doors you weren't going down maybe because like you were nervous for example like I wasn't posting content that much because I was afraid that if it didn't perform well it would look like I flopped and Mm -hmm. now I'm at a space where I don't give a fuck like what is this social media shit it's a game like like the worst thing that can happen is that you get no likes, <laughs> but the best thing that can happen is if like, you know, people really relate to it mm-hmm. and you can't be afraid of where you are. So I'm just like, oh, I also be afraid of like my content not looking as good as other people's. And I'm like, well, yep, you can only grow by what? Doing. So just exactly. do. You just have That's- to do it. That's why I'm like with my like content, my vegan page, I'm just doing I'm just doing stuff. And I'm like really working hard to try to get my stuff to look how I want it to, because I'm like, I don't have all the stuff that everybody else has. But I have the things that I have. I'm, I'm going to try to make up just as good. You know, it's, it's no failure in trying. There literally is no failure in trying. And also, I feel like the people who are going to quote unquote be making fun of me for failing are who? People watching me, right? Period. So it's like, um, like Megan said, you must like it because you tuned the fuck in. 
<laughs> so it's like if you are, you know, if there are any haters or if they're in my head, who knows, right? But either way, it's like I can't concern myself with them. Like, do you want what you want or do you want to be worried about what other people are thinking? Like, what which one do you want? Because you can't have both. Um, and for me, I know when I'm not working my hardest, when I'm like wasting time. Like, I am so real with myself about how much time goes into needing to accomplish things and I look at if I can say to my like you know that little alert that pop up on your phone every Sunday is like mm -hmm. you spent this many hours a week that shakes me to my core because Same. I'm like why was I spending this much damn time on my phone when I don't have this done that done blah 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 and I'm, I'm able to really have that conversation with myself like girl you can use eight hours in a different way like you can really, really, that's a whole work day that you was looking at things that didn't get you paid. And while you can argue that social media inspires and especially if you have a brand, like you can cultivate things. It's like, that's not what I'm doing most of the time. I'm yeah. laughing at memes. <laughs> I'm laughing at memes and watching yeah, right? people, uh, install like, uh, I'm watching people frost cupcakes. I'm watching what... animals like. And it's funny because this this week, well, the past few days, I feel like it's been a week already, but these past few days, I've actually been using my phone to work, and I feel like I haven't even, I haven't been on it that much, and I've actually been doing, like, work-related stuff. That's why I had to shut down my Twitter, because I'm like, you know what? With all that I'm trying to accomplish, um, now is not the time to be laughing on and telling jokes and stuff like that. Like, it's just not, it's nothing funny. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like, there's nothing funny about my life right now. So I need to get back, you know, get on my grind. And that's not to say I won't log in a few times, you know, Kiki, but I'm like, I have to really, really tighten up. And it's Twitter for me. Instagram's not really that big of a distraction. Cause it's, I feel, yeah, same. Yeah, Instagram is just like, oh, nice. I see that. And then like, I put it down. But Twitter, I'm like, oh, what are you saying? What are you thinking? How do you feel? And there's so many different thoughts <laughs> on Twitter that it does start to fog up your brain. So for me, I'd just be like, am I on social media too much? Like, let me, um, let me take a look at my, um, let me take a look at my time budget. Like, how am I spending my time? And am I investing in myself? The book Outlier says that everybody needs 10,000 to put 10,000 hours into something to become an expert, like anything they do. If And I think that's about 10 years of work. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, if that's the case, do I want to become a Twitter expert or do I want to become an expert <laughs> in my dreams? All right, well then put your time where you, where you feel, you know, where you feel is most worth it. They say your belief is in your budget. So budget your time at mm -hmm. what, what, where it matters to you most. And I'm able to just be realistic about my day and say like, you know, you feel like you really playing around right now. And that's okay mm -hmm. because for as long as you play, you're not going to get what you want. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. that's just That's I'm why at. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing, but I'm also uh, looking for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I can't even laugh. Like, I'm just like, no more joking for me. I need to log out into things, you know, get actually funny, you know? Um, so, for me, um, when do you know when you're trying your best? Like, when do you know when you're like, all right, girl, you're doing the damn thing? This sounds corny, but like, I feel like a little twinkle. Like, I just Same. feel like, like, I feel like a like the uh, like the other day I literally f was working in my sleep like I had woke up in the middle of the night and I I had my phone and I was like okay instead of like you know lurking um <laughs> let me uh, let me queue up posts so I had queued up posts for my vegan Instagram um page so I had three posts queued up I post the um the uh the last post I had queued up I posted that today um 
And uh, what else? And then I um, was like looking for jobs and stuff. Excuse me. And like, I feel so like I try my best when I exhaust all options. Oh yeah, that that's real. Honestly, I just thought I got to copy and paste that answer. Like, a twinkle. It's really a twinkle, and I'll be remembering. I'll be so proud of myself. Exactly. I'm like, Yo, like, I can I really, do this. I and I haven't felt that in like so long, but I really felt such a twinkle when I woke up in the middle of the night and queued up those posts. Like I was like, I'm really doing it. Like I'm doing this thing. And it's just that reminder. Like sometimes all you have to do is get started. Like all you have to do is get started. Like I mean. I think about this podcast for years prior to us having it, we talked about it. Yeah. And it's just so much power in knowing that something you talked about can become a thing. Like you you literally mm-hmm. can do it. But it does require you like setting some time aside and investing time, sometimes money, all these other things to doing it. But yeah, you feel you feel a twinkle. And like for me, I know I'm doing my best when like I'm tired. And that's how sometimes I know when to step away too. Like when I'm doing my best sometimes, sometimes it feels good. Like I get a twinkle, but sometimes I feel like I hit a wall. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm doing my best, but nothing's coming from this. Like I'm doing my best. Like I'm writing, I'm sending all these brands things. Nobody's responding anything back to me. Like I see everybody else winning. Like how do I feel like now I feel like I'm a loser in comparison to them. Like how do I know that I'm doing my best is when I try to go write something and there are no thoughts. That's my brain reminding me that I'm human. I'm not a computer. Um, I have to go to bed like I do. So on those days, it doesn't feel good to walk away. I feel like I'm quitting. I feel like I'm lazy. But they always say winners know when to quit. Winners know when they say nothing else productive is going to come out of my brain today. And it's just about tapping in and talking to yourself. Like realistically speaking, can you do this today? And sometimes it's like, no, I really can't. Like I need to take a shower and watch some TV like or go to bed. Yeah. Like I just can't do it today. Mm-hmm. And with what's going on in the world, sometimes it's just not your fault. Like, it's not laziness. You're tired. Yeah. Like, I have to rerun all the things I've done sometimes and be like, no wonder you're tired. Go, go. Same, down. same. Like, especially we have been doing, like, we've been, like, Working. trying to be bosses since we was teenagers. Seriously, seriously. And it's just like, you know, I see where it pays off, you know, and in the moment where you get like reward or something, you're like, damn, my work really pay off. But those moments come few and far between, far in between. (laughs) I think that's the like, that's the saying, but like that happens every three years. That you get a reward for like an uphill labor, like, right? Because you know? I was thinking, I'm like, well, damn, should I go, should I get my master's degrees just so I could get like so, so they could just clap for the homie? You know, know? <laughs> I be thinking that sometimes too. I'm a, and then it be caught in between. Like, let me just do something that's gonna make me some money now, but you versus know let me stick it out and play the long, you know, be a long distance runner, um, and then you know thing, get what I want. Another thing that we have to keep in mind, both of us, especially me, is that one. Ever we feel like that, we have to remember that we have this podcast and the work that we have, and this is like no shade to anybody, but there are people that are just starting up and wanting to be podcasters, but we have already, we are a hundred and something episodes in. Like we yeah. are putting the work in and it will be fruitful. Like we are already, a f- um, like we, uh, have like yeah, we, have, we have a community. Yeah, we have a community. We got a brand yeah. and stuff like that. And that is something that even though you know it'd be nice if y'all you know throw some money at us, but um, mm-hmm. it's like the work is that the hard part is the work. 
yeah. and like getting up and doing this. And, and we do I mean, it. I, we yeah. don't ever complain about go- doing this podcast. I know I'm never like I don't feel like it. I might be like I'm tired, but I'm like I do. I know this yeah. gonna be the one thing to make me happy. Which exactly, is rewarding. Because even when like the past the the last week, this week I wasn't home, but I came right in the house, went right upstairs, had my stuff set up, and I'm like, come on, let's do it. I was in the Uber, like um writing stuff on the outline. I'm like, let's. It don't even feel like it's like. Ugh. And it's been our Tuesday for almost four years, so I think we kind of underestimate how much discipline it takes. Like, we don't get paid, but we do this. Actually, we pay to do this, but it's because we have so much faith in the fact that this is good. Like, this will work. This will make it one day. So I do appreciate having this podcast. It is a reminder that I am trying my best, and I'm like, Iman, what else do you want to do? Like, what else? Sometimes you just have to, again, going back to time, it's just not your time today, but the work you do in the meantime, when the time arrives, you're going to feel so prepared. And that's what discipline is, is to like show up every day and not see the result until the result hits you like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. Like, excuse me, it's the same with working out. It's the same with being vegan. It's the same with, you know, going natural. Every goal you have is going to be hard. Like every, Literally everything's hard, but mm-hmm. it's about like toughing it out, knowing you're going to have some good days, some bad days, but like every day doing it anyway and that's when i'm like all right i also know i'm doing my best because i never give up even when mm-hmm. i get frustrated i do come back to every day i can't give up if i wanted to because i'm like what else I'm, what am i going to do if i give up like i can't be a normal person like and right? when i say normal person i don't mean like a nine to five because listen i don't mind having no nine to five but i mean to not be a creative Yep. That can't happen. Like to be whatever. I don't even understand what it is to be a non-creative person. Like, I don't know what am I supposed to do? Spend my life not thinking about taking photos with my friend and creating content and talking about pop culture. Like, is that supposed to be like, like, it's just, I don't see that for myself. Mm-hmm. So I just have, I might as well work because giving up actually would be harder. Giving yeah. up and being a like person that I'm not would be a lot harder for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like thankful for that. Um, I just, I guess the the last question is kind of like a big sum up, but how do we hold ourselves accountable and like stay kind, stay kind? Like what, what are some intentional ways? Like if you have phrases or something you say to yourself? I give myself like a mental date. Like for instance, um, I had wanted to last week, I was like, oh, I want to like eat better and stuff like that. And I was like, Monday, you'll do a Monday because that's a fresh start. Like, you know, you will do all your things like Monday, you'll do it. Like if I give myself like a mental date to do stuff or like the next day or like I'll just even if I just like open my computer up and I just have like the Word document there or that I feel like that's so much better because like. On Saturday, I was I had to write like all these prompts for a job I'm still trying to apply to. I had to write all these prompts and I just didn't feel like doing it. But I just kept my computer open. Like I was talking to my mom and I had my I had my um MacBook on my lap and I just was like looking at the computer and I literally was just typing anything. Mm. I was typing anything. Just it, even if the answer wasn't cohesive or whatever I just was typing anything get started yep get started. That, that helps me just to like I'm trying to teach myself that now like it might not be perfect but just do anything and I think I'm really learning it from like I know it just seemed like oh it's just a it's just Instagram but like my vegan Instagram is like very important to me and I like it's very important me to me to like take aesthetically pleasing pictures and I'd be trying so hard um so I sometimes 
sometimes I take pictures and I hate them, yep, but I'll same. still post it. Yep. I'll still post it. Um, so that's helping me a lot to get over, like, just being like, uh, so just, just do anything. Put anything Literally. out there. Nike had it right. Just do it. Just do it. It's true. Um, for me, I lean on validation from other people because, yeah, that's um, a good one if, too. If being friends with other people has shown me nothing else. It's shown me that I can be completely hard. On, I'm really hard on myself. I never thought I was. I never understood how other people talk to themselves, but literally, if everyone in your life keeps telling you something, there has to be some truth to it. And especially people you really trust. Like, Sabrina, when you tell me I'm too hard on myself, I'd be like, really? Like, wow. Or like, yeah, bro. then it'd be echoed when people I just meet, like, hear me say something. They're like, you're not being nice to yourself. Like, you're being too hard on yourself. So yeah. like, I, when I'm about to start going in and being like, you need to push. Because I talk to myself way worse than I talk to other people. That's why when people think I'm strict, I'm like, wow, you would never be able to make it in my head. Because if you think that's rude, I'd be Abby Lee in my head. <laughs> like, I'd be mean as shit. But I lean on the fact that, like, people are like, that's not how you do things. And I'm like, yeah. I, if, I, if my own thoughts aren't going to get me through this, like, let me at least, like, rely on other people's words. Like, sure. And that's how I stay, like, you know. Grounded. Just how I stay grounded, because I'm like, I, I can't depend on my thoughts. They'd be crazy. So let me just get, <laughs> depend on other people's thoughts. So that's how we do it, guys. Um, Remember, you work hard, play hard. Like, yes, there should be some balance. You should be holding yourselves accountable, but you should also be doing it with love. Like, calling yourself stupid, lazy, a bum loser. Like, who does it help? <laughs> and then, you know, like, not that I've ever said that to myself, but like saying those type of things just aren't going to be productive. So if the goal is to be productive, like, you got to find that balance. Period. Um, let's get into gratuity, um, gratitude really quick. So we just want to give a shout out to Grace Evelyn Art. Um, again, uh, Grace reached out to us because of our shout out on the show for advertisers. And it's just so amazing to see like a black woman on artist making such really beautiful, cool, unique. Like, I love watercolor. So um, we just Me appreciate too. her for being the first. Like that's really amazing that you believed in us. Um, enough to invest in us and we believe in you and we hope that like our listeners are able to like check out your stuff and just fall in love in the same way we did so you guys please support grace evelyn art that's one word grace evelyn art we're gonna share um the link on twitter uh when we drop the show and in our insta story as well yes. um so yeah thank you grace for being our first advertiser and if you guys or someone you know would like to advertise with us hit us up at our email at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com we are so interested um so hopefully if you you know connect with us if it makes sense we will do what we have to do so that's it for this week's show. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. You can hit us up at our email again, blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at imamate and on Twitter at it's Mate. And Sabria? At frankenfem underscore on Twitter and it's frankenfem on Instagram and my vegan Instagram, vegan bread style. Her. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace.